hey everybody um christian van buren here i am the co-founder of ripple effect fatherhood um and you know basically i just want to welcome you to our ripple effect fatherhood community uh where we you know sit down even if it's virtually and do you know one-on-ones uh with you know men who men and women who basically fill a fatherhood role or you know our fathers themselves or mothers who are or, or filling that role um just to have uh just a, a positive dialogue um and really change the mindset uh behind fatherhood and you know the privilege of filling that role um, and so tonight, I'm uh, very honored, very privileged to have somebody uh, join us uh, on this interview, um, somebody that I met back in my sophomore year of high school uh, out there in Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, it's been a, it's been it's been a long time that uh, me and uh, Mr. Byron Barnes have been um, just have had a close relationship. Um, and so, you know, he's really. Uh, filled that role. A lot of you guys already know based on our social media page and my story that uh, I grew up without my father. And so along the way, um, as I've, as I've gotten older, uh, you know, men have been placed in my life uh, that have filled that role in one way or another. And so um, Byron, uh, he was the uh, police officer uh, at, at the high school. And so, you know, he, 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 he made sure we all stayed in line, but also, you know, I got to know him on a personal level. He got to know me on a personal level. Um, and so, you know, basically with that being said, um, I started calling him OB, Officer Barnes, right? Um, and, you know, I've been calling him OB ever since. So if you guys hear me say OB throughout this interview, uh, just know I'm, you know, that's, that's what I call him. But, you know, Mr. Byron Barnes, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself to the people, well, 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 first of all, thank you for the wonderful introduction. Thank you for inviting me to uh, Ripple Effect Fatherhood. I appreciate that. Uh, like Christian said, I've been on him for a while. I am Byron Barnes, a retired police officer, 27 years. Met Christian as he was a sophomore at Uplift Community High School. And uh, he says, keeping the kids in line. He's not keeping the kids in line, just giving them a conduit to stay out of trouble, to avoid those obstacles set forth before our young black man or just men, period. Um, like I said, just retired back in April of last year. Right now, I'm working uh, as a security manager for Global Security for PepsiCo Corporation. So, uh, still volunteering my time, being a mentor, I guess you could say, to young men out here, especially Christian. I started out being uh, a youth advisor for the police department back in 2002. So, that was in the 6th District uh, as a CAPS officer, and I was a youth advisor back there. So back then, uh, I would facilitate youth forums at Calumet High School, Hirsch, Simeon, and Leo High School. We would do that every three months, get all the students together and talk about problems or issues that they had, especially with police back then. And as you know, what's going on right now, the culture and climate with the police and the community is kind of strained beyond means. So um, I thought it was important back then years ago to give a positive influence for students and men how to be the police and that we are not the enemy. Uh, so that's just a little introduction with me. Uh, I'm retired, but I'm still quote unquote law enforcement, but I'm all about the progression for people, young folks especially. Amen, OB. Well, I, I love that. And, and, and really like that's, that's something that 
really sparked a fire in me whenever I, I this idea um, was was really placed in my head was you know our, our youth right and and you and I both know uh, especially I mean obviously everywhere in the world but in Chicago you know there's a lot of young uh, fathers right and 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 young kids who are you know who are having to raise kids and so um, I it's just all this is just, it's just really important to me, really near and dear to my heart. And so, like I said, again, I'm really happy you're here. And uh, the fact that you've just made an impact in so many people's lives is, is just even more honorable having you as our first guest. Um, so absolutely. So, so as we get into it, guys, um, for those of you who don't know, um, Ripple Effect Fatherhood's mission uh, is to create and expand a movement that inspires promotes and encourages, right, the presence of a positive fatherhood experience in the lives of everyone, right? So we're looking to just to impact the world, right? We're, we're not limiting ourselves to any one particular area. We're not limiting ourselves to any one particular group of people. Everybody can benefit from having a positive fatherhood experience in their lives. And just to clarify, Right. A fatherhood experience doesn't always have to come from a male. Right. However, you know, it's a big deal to have it come from a male. Right. It's, it's important. Right. If the, especially if that, you know, male is still alive and well. OK. Right. So, so with that being said, it doesn't have to be a male. It doesn't have to actually be a, be a fatherhood for them to actually be a father, biological father. So that's an important piece of that component as well. Absolutely. And, well, you know what? I I'm glad that you brought that up because that's that's the that's that's the whole point of you being here, right? Like like you 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 and I aren't even blood related, right? But the the impact that you've had on on me and my life, and like I said, you you filled a void during a period of time in my life where I didn't have anybody else filling that 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 empty space where my father, my biological father was meant to be there however he wasn't and so your influence and your impact in my life taught me things that you know my mom couldn't at the time right and so you know definitely appreciate you for that and i, I and like i said i appreciate you bringing that up because that's that's powerful and and, and it, it's just a testament to why you're here um and so guys the way these the way these are structured is just i just ask a few questions um and we just have some dialogue on fatherhood um, and we just hope that, you know, somebody can benefit from this out there. And if you do benefit, we ask that you share it uh, to, you know, to, to others, right? Because that's the whole point of Ripple Effect. Um, and so, all right, OB. So first question for you um, is, did you grow up with a father figure? Actually, I did. Uh, I did go with a father figure. I would say it would be my uncle. I had two uncles. Uh, my father was not an uh, active part of my life, but I did know my father. I was born in St. Louis, Missouri. Mother moved to Chicago when I was three. So I would interact with him, you know, maybe in the summers or things of that nature. But I have my mother's uh, two brothers. Um, one of them just passed. Uh, he was a sergeant for 37 years. So he was an impact on my life. And mother and uncle John, who's in California. So I did have those father figures and uh, the never actual father. So I think it's important, like you said, to have those people that come into your lives, especially as growing up as young men, because as boys, you know, you can kind of figure things out, but as you know, come to that, that teenager, 
getting interested in girls and other things and things that can kind of mess you up. You go down the wrong path. You have that, that male role model or father figure say, hey, you don't want to go down that path. I've been down that path. Don't mess up. Don't do that. So I did have those two gentlemen in my lives, my two uncles, which uh, was pretty paramount. But man, love I that. appreciate that. Yeah. No, no, I love that. Um, And, you know, like I mentioned before, like I've had different men throughout my life who, who have, you know, filled that role. Uh, and I also, my mom's got two brothers as well, who also played a part. Uh, my uncle who, uh, he worked, um, you know, at, out there in Chicago for the, uh, the uh, Cook County jail for like 16 years. Um, and then my, my other uncle was in the army. So, um, you know, definitely they, they're just what they were doing in their lives, um, you know, the positive impact they were making, whether in law enforcement or the military was, was, was good for me to see, but also, um, you know, they, you know, at times, like you said, you go out there for the summer, I'd go out and visit my, my uncle who's in the army for the summer because they were stationed somewhere. So um, I know that's a big deal. I know that's a, a, a very positive thing to have in your life, especially if some, if it's someone that's blood related, because you, you, you have that, like you know they care about you most of the time. Your best interest. It's like, hey, this person cares for me. They love me. They're not gonna tell me the wrong thing. So exactly, exactly. I love that, Ob. Okay, so next question: um, What is one thing that you learned from your father figure that stuck with you throughout your childhood and into adulthood? Uh, the one thing that I learned that stuck me from my childhood to adulthood is being honest. You have to be honest with yourself and those that you're around because if you don't, as being a kid, like you just talked about, those who are genuine and in the profession that I was in, kids and adolescents, they know when they're genuine. They can read through the BS. They can say, oh, they don't care, whatever. But it's, you just feel that. It's, you have to be honest. If you don't have honesty, you don't have anything. I say honesty and integrity, especially in the environment that I was in. I always treat everybody as an individual everybody has a story and every story needs to be heard and trying to be told and it's up to us to be I like these word active listeners mm. you can listen but are you actively listening are you hearing what that individual is saying on a regular basis because if you're not you can say okay they ask you a question i'm sorry what, what did you say but if you actively listen you listen to every word that they're saying and say oh you can give back some information some input something that can be positive or it can be negative but it, if it's going to be negative, it has to be constructive. So I say honesty and integrity. I took two words, not one. Honesty and integrity. No, I love that. I love that. I think those go uh, hand in hand. And and you know what? I like that you brought up active listening. And I also, I, I, I would even take it a step further, right? And, and the only reason I bring that up is because I'm reading this book called Intentional Mindset right now. It's by Dave Anderson. Um, but he talks about application, right? So like, Act, being an active listener, like a lot of people can't, don't even like know how to do that. I feel like that's a skill you have to work at, right? Listening skill is a skill set, absolutely. <laughs> exactly. And so once you actively listen, then you retain, right? But then it's up to you to apply it as well, you know? Um, and honestly, that's one thing I've been working on in my life is, you know, hey, like, Cause I, I, you know, I, I'm someone who likes wisdom and then, and then I want to be able to retain wisdom, but at the same time, I have to make sure that what I'm retaining, I'm applying in my own life. 
And I think that that is something that I got from you, uh, which is why I think I kind of gained some sort of like a, I don't know if attachment is the right word, but like I kind of gravitated towards you, you know what I mean? And especially, you know, with us still having a relationship this many years since I've been out of high school, right? It's been like, what, like eight years since I've been out of high school? That's crazy, man. I'm getting old. Right. Oh man. But I mean, like the, the wisdom that you gave me in certain situations, you know, I saw the importance of it at that age. And so I noticed myself applying it because I knew you were somebody that, like you mentioned earlier, had my best intentions, you know, in mind whenever you were telling me certain things. So, um, yes, guys, application fathers, Father, no, you're not, you're a father, you're not a father, whatever the case may be, young man, anybody can get wisdom from anybody, but always make sure you do what you can to apply that wisdom, right? One thing that I do now, which is a suggestion, maybe it works for you, maybe it doesn't, is write stuff down, right? Have a journal, write stuff down, go back to it, reread it, because maybe you can't apply that stuff that day, however, you'll find yourself in a situation a day later, a week later, a month later, where you can apply some wisdom that somebody gave you into your life. But if, you, if you're constantly reminding yourself of that wisdom, then it's, it, 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 you don't have to, you don't have to, you know, you don't have to try as hard to apply it because it's already ingrained in there. It becomes natural. Same thing. Same thing. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Third question, OB, what is, Okay, and so in your situation, right, what would you say your favorite part is about filling that fatherhood role or, or someone who is able to fill that fatherhood role in the lives of fatherless kids? I think the most gratifying thing is, uh, I would say my first, calling my godson, was uh, Mario Dismukes. And um, that was when I was in the Explore program back in 2002. Seeing him go from 16, I would say trouble youth, getting to, you know, those juvenile dilemmas, whatever you want to call it. And seeing him now married, two kids, work for the city of Chicago, being productive, brand new home in Beverly. It's just like you're seeing where they are then and where they are now. And saying that you have some part of that saying, not taking credit for it, but just saying, hey, this person did this and now look at where they are now. It's just seeing where you go from the start into the finishing and moving on and being a productive citizen in life, which is very important. Man, you know, that's, I, the, I think everything that you said was great, but the fact that you said not taking credit for it, right? Like being humble enough to want to make an impact and not feel like you need anything in return. Right, absolutely. Right? I think that's, I think that gives you, that's where you get like the, the most fulfilling gratification when you do stuff for other people without expecting anything in return, right? Like, it's just an amazing feeling. It is. Just like I said, it becomes natural and it is like, I'm just doing this out of the goodness of my heart. This is how I was raised. I would have wanted somebody to be, to fill that void for me back then. And if I can help you out in any kind of way, was just listening to you, talking to you, saying, hey, you might not want to do that. The wolf is down that road right, right there. You yeah. want to get bitten, go right ahead. But, and I will never say, I told you so. 
never that. I'm not going to rub your nose and say, I told you not to do that. That's, that's not my job. Right. Let's see how we can handle this the next time. What would we do better? Because everything is choices. Critical thinking and decision making. And it's hard to come by at a very young age. And in the climate that we're living in right now, those critical thinking and decision making skills, if you don't apply them, application, like you said, if you don't apply it, it can be catastrophic for your life, your livelihood. You getting a government job, getting any job, whatever it may be, getting caught up in law enforcement as far as in the negative aspect of being locked up and getting a misdemeanor felony. Those are things that you don't want. Not being able to vote. It goes hand in hand. Everything is a everything we do in life has a reason and a purpose. And I'm glad I was able to help people out. So uh, you know what, Obi, I think that's uh that's that's awesome. I you, the critical thinking decision making piece that you mentioned. I think is a is a really big part of fatherhood as well because like you said a lot of young people don't have that and I and and tell me if you agree most 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 of the time the reason for that is because they just haven't experienced enough life yet right Absolutely. and so I think that that's why it's so important for that's one of the great things about being a father or filling that fatherhood role is that you know that they haven't experienced a lot of life yet. However, you know you have. And so that's how they build on their critical thinking and decision-making because they get the wisdom from you, right? As their father or as that father figure. And it, it allows them to, you know, because as, as, a father, as a father or as somebody who, who fills that fatherhood role, you don't want to give them everything, right? You want them to learn learn the experience you say they have to if you say the stove is hot stove is hot you want to touch it go ahead and touch it. it's hot hopefully you won't touch it again but you'll learn that it's hot leave it alone you know exactly exactly trial and error you know but yeah you're not gonna let anybody really hurt themselves which yeah is important. man that's that's powerful that's powerful and and i really think that's a big big i think that's a big uh blessing of being a father or filling out fatherhood role you know, something that you can look at it at, from a positive light, um, you know, kind of like you said, like being that person that can keep someone else from touching the stove because you've touched the stove. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Man. Okay. Perfect. So um, let me ask you, so this one, this one's a little bit, I guess, maybe kind of broad, but in your opinion, uh, what is the like what is so significant of uh, uh, of fatherhood in the life of a child? The significance of fatherhood in the life of a child. It's kind of a broad question. Question, in what aspect are you uh, looking at? So like, why, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe what if I say like, why is it necessary? Why is it necessary? Because as a father, and, and this, this might sound sexist, but being a man, it's like you have to know how to deal with other men. And it's, I'm not, I'm saying I'm being a sexist or anything. A lot of women can't teach young men or men how to be men, to go over how to deal with that. And uh, that's, that's, that's kind of why what I said in my mind. Yeah, that's, yeah, next question. <laughs> no, 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 you're good. I mean, and I'll say this, right? Like full disclosure, I've, I've had this conversation with my mom because she raised me herself, right? Um, and 
you know, there's just certain things that me as a man now, like I know I didn't get from her. You know what I mean? Like I didn't learn these things from her because, and she'll tell you like, no, I didn't teach him that because how could I? I didn't know. You know what I mean? Like I, I didn't even like the smallest things like, you know, I had to teach myself how to shave. Right. I mean, obviously that's a small part, but I mean, shaving my face. Well, my mom doesn't shave her face. So how's she going to teach me how to shave my face? And, you know, and, and, and it's important you start to get you off, Christian, but it's, it's, it's important that we say that that women can fill that void, but it's certain things that they can't do. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. No. I, I, I hear the, and that's why we said in the beginning, like, Hey, man or woman can fill that fatherhood role. Right. Um, but at the same time, it's important. I, I still stand by, like, it's important to have, I mean, Hey, if, if your bio, if, if your biological father is alive, it's important that he's in your life. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. Cut and dry. It's not a total disconnect because it's a woman. Exactly, exactly. It's a little bit more difficult, but it can be done. And it has been done for years. Exactly. And it makes it easier on the women. It makes it easier on the women when the dad when the dad is there, you know, filling the fatherhood role. So no, that's that's powerful. Okay. So when it comes to the challenges of being a father or filling that fatherhood role, uh, what would you say is the best way to overcome them? So, like you find yourself as a father or filling a fatherhood. Okay, so for example, you said you volunteered uh, at, at uh, you were a youth advisor, right? Right. So, say you have one of your youth come to you with an issue, right? And maybe you don't know the best way to 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 talk them through it. So now you find yourself in a uh, difficult situation or or a a struggle as you know as a father figure. What's the best way to overcome those certain situations? The best way to overcome that situation is that, like we talk about wisdom. I, I'm in a fraternity, Alpha Phi Fraternity Incorporated. I got to put that out there. Okay. A5, just so you know. So um, <laughs> we are all about mentorship. So if I can't come up with a solution, I can always reach out to my other brother and find out, say, how would you tackle this? Give me some guidance on this. It's not being like, if I don't know, don't nobody else know. I can reach out to somebody else because it's all about helping people. That's all it is. You know what? I think that you just brought up a, a point that I haven't even thought about myself, right? But a very beautiful point to being a father. Guys, you don't have to do this alone, right? So like if you're somebody who's worried about being a father because you don't think you can do it, guess what? There's so many other fathers out there, right? And that's what we're trying to do here. We're trying to build a platform. This is just the beginning. We're very small right now. However, we're trying to build a platform to where someone who is in that situation where they're they're nervous, they're scared, they don't know if if they can do it. They don't know. uh, They feel like they they didn't give it. They weren't given a good example. So how could they uh, give a child what they need as a father? Hey, guess what? Like, there's people like. OB here. There's people like me and there's people like other people that are going to be on this show and be a part of this organization that you can reach out to, right? In those situations and say, hey, you know, and there's people that that you can relate to, right? We're going to have people from all different walks of life here. So if you're somebody who didn't have a father growing up, there's going to be people here that didn't have a father growing up, but that have kids and that are, that are raising kids that you can reach out to. Hey, how'd you do it? 
you know, what kind of things did you have to go through? What were your struggles? And so basically I'll be back to your point. I think that was huge is to let people know, Hey, you don't have to do this fatherhood thing alone. Reach out to somebody, right? Reach one, teach one. That's what it's about. Ooh, I like that. Reach one, <laughs> teach one. I gotta write that down. Okay, perfect. I got that. All right. So two more questions, right? And this one, this one's a little bit tailored. Okay. So however, in your wisdom, I want to hear your answer to it. Okay. Based on what you know about life insurance. Okay. How is having life insurance important to fatherhood? Oh, it's very important because you're going to have life insurance for your kid or somebody that you are assisting through growing up, anything can happen. We're, we're not promised tomorrow. We know that somebody's going to die. God forbid there'll be a tragic accident. But you want that child have some type of monetary, some type of financial support if that does happen because things get rough out here. You know, if you have that father that is a breadwinner for that family, whatever it may be, and something happens with them, have a life insurance policy. We all know burials and funerals cost money. It's not cheap. But if you have the insurance policy to help out, it helps things down the line. We're talking about college education is not cheap. We're talking about just paying the mortgage, whatever it may be. The car note, it will help out tremendously. And they call it insurance for a reason. It's a policy. It's insurance. It's just to make sure that, hey, if something does happen, you'll be taken care of. Man, that's powerful. And I'm not even, guys, most of y'all know by now, right? I am an insurance broker. However, that question is meant to really highlight an important thing in our lives that a lot of people don't really think about on a day, especially young people, especially young people um, and, and young fathers out there, mothers too. Hey, nobody's excluded. Life insurance is important because your life insurance does, is not for you. Your life insurance is for the ones that are going to continue living after you die. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So no, I love that answer. All right. OB. last question. Okay. And this one is just to really set ourselves apart from, from other people. Okay. Um, <laughs> so you OB, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? And what would your superhero name be? Oh, wow. That's a tough one. The superhero <laughs> power. Um, I think the superhero power, you know, everybody talks about this non-judgment. I think that we as people are too judgmental. Okay. If I can have a superpower, make everybody non-judgmental, especially these biases that we have, unconscious biases, whether it be black, white, male, female, whatever it may be. If I could just get everybody to not be biased, it would make things so much easier for people. Mm. Um, as far as a superhero name, hey, I don't even know. I would say uh, that guy. That guy. I always just want to be that guy. That you know? guy? That guy. That guy. Superhero Here comes that guy. guy. <laughs> that guy. You know, and that could be kind of, you know, taking like a good thing or a bad thing. You just have to figure it out yourself. And that kind of goes hand in hand with being uh, non-biased. You can say that, that guy, oh, that guy, he's an asshole. Or that guy, oh, he's a good guy. You don't yeah. know, so you have to figure it out. So. You know what? I like that too. I like your, and that's what I was, I like that you said it that way because like your name, your superhero name kind of, yeah, it kind of highlights your superpower because when people hear that guy, I mean, what do you, what goes on in your head when you think about, okay, oh, here comes that guy. Are you, you know, are you making, you don't know who he is. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's why exactly. I talk about being non-judgmental and unbiased, you know, and we need to work on that. So if I could give everybody the power not to be biased, it'd be a beautiful thing, but that's a whole nother story. <laughs> it'll be a, a Marvel movie for down the line. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll take note and, and hey, maybe someday, maybe we'll get to that point where we're that big and Marvel's like, hey, <laughs> Marvel said, hey, give me OB. Give me OB. <laughs> well, hey, um, OB, that was our last question. So uh, the way we end this is, you know, if you would, if you would like to give one piece of advice or leave everybody with one quote, um, you know, just something that you would tell, um, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't just say a young man or, you know, it really doesn't matter. Somebody who is maybe new to fatherhood, right? What is one piece of advice that you would give them? I think the one piece of advice that I'll give a young father, somebody who wants a fatherhood is that you have to be a lifelong learner. You know, we always learn things, but we have to remain being a lifelong learner because if you're a lifelong learner, you don't know everything. You're not an expert. You continue to learn and evolve over the years and time. If you're a lifelong learner, you have a lot to learn. You don't know everything. You have to be receptive to it. And that's what I get on being a lifelong learner. That can be educational, financial, relationship-wise, whatever it may be. It all goes hand in hand. Man, I love that. Well, hey, you guys heard it first. Mr. Byron Barnes, our first guest here at Ripple Effect Fatherhood. Um, again, we just, as an organization, want to thank you for being here. Um, and full disclosure, guys, this is, I mean, we just, we're planting a seed right now. Um, we're planting a seed, but I mean, this, I'm like, this is my, this is, this will be my last work to get these interviews with men like OB, um, out to anybody and everybody that can benefit from hearing his take on fatherhood. And so, OB, we're just honored that you had the time to be here with us tonight and give your time really to continue to serve, right? You were a police officer for 22 years. And 27, sir, 27. 27, I'm sorry, <laughs> 27 years. So he was a police officer for more years than I've been alive, just to let y'all know. Uh, <laughs> in the city of Chicago at that. However, that's, that's, I mean, that's just saying a little bit to, um, who he is and 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 what he the value that he gives wherever he's at um, and so Ob thank you again uh, it's a blessing to have you here and we're looking appreciate forward to the growth you. of this thing appreciate it good luck on the future endeavors with the nonprofit organization I'm sure you'll do well if you need any advice any input let me know I'm here got your back absolutely Ob all right guys well y'all take care. Stay safe um, and, you know, follow us on our social media, Ripple Effect Fatherhood, okay? Talk to y'all soon. Peace. Mm -hmm.